This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Start with Chris, add a dash of sport, squeeze in some music, then shake, don't stir. And you've got the ultimate blend, LTID. And now, here's your host. He talks right, he knows his stuff, and he knows how to make a girl laugh. Thank you! I'm here all week. No! God, please, no! No! I know, I'm sorry, but he's cheap and available. How rude! Right, Chris. Good evening! Just call me Jesse March. Cheap and available. Um, <laughs> he's probably not cheap. Uh, I don't know. If I, somebody said, I've just done a show. Um, do please uh, check this show out. Um, uh, this one here that I have done um, and won't come up. There we go. Um, is it going to come up? No, it's not. Oh, bloody hell, nothing's going right. There we go. We'll say good evening to Brad while we're here. Um, I have just been on doing my rant on Life's a Pitch, how much responsibility does top take for the mess? And do you know what, Brad? Somebody said, if I didn't laugh, I'd cry. And it's very true, isn't it? It's unbelievable how true it is because, and people are going to get this twisted, and I'm going to come out and say this right now, don't get it twisted from either me or Chris. Um, when we talk about the owners and Chris on the show even because I, I tuned in for the majority of it I tailed off to go and have me dinner uh, but I saw the majority of that show and it's not a case of hating Top far from it we love the bloke we're forever grateful for what him and his family have done to this club and continuing to do but blame's blame and it needs to be laid and it needs to be spoken so it was a good video mate you did what I think you were spot on with a lot of things on that go and check it out after this post match because this isn't going to get any better this it's like a preview to go and watch the real show that's what you could say so <laughs> it, yeah it was, it, i was i was just your warm-up man <laughs> <laughs> pre-show to wrestlemania i love it mate 
Uh, and also, by the way, if anybody is interested, and a few people have said, why am I doing this? Um, I did try to set up a separate channel, but I thought, sod it. I've actually done, I've reviewed all the Eurovision songs. And people were saying, like, why are you reviewing the Eurovision songs for the Eurovision Song Contest? And I said, well, come on, United Kingdom at Leicester, we used to get in Norpois. <laughs> See what I did there? Hey, keep up with me. Oh, keep dear. <laughs> Uh, oh, you, you've got to laugh. You've got to laugh. Look, I mean, yeah, I did rant, and I did ask how much um, was top to blame. Um, I honestly think it, he left it too late. And I said this at the time, and in my BBC thing last week, Brad, I said, you know, there's going to be a few scenarios out there. You know, one is we keep this... Mark, you know, Brendan, as you called him, Brendan Mark II in charge. We bring somebody in short term, you know, we see where we go and what have you. Um, I just can't see any better. I mean, this is Brendan Mark II, isn't he? No, it's just Brendan. There's no Mark II about it. He hasn't left that club. He's just dyed his hair and got a little bit taller. There's just no difference. There's, there's literally... Spot the difference would be impossible with these two clowns because anybody that thought that this guy had any ambition and any idea other than speaking like a parrot, then you're sorely mistaken. Both lineups, both team strategies, the timing of the substitutions. Somebody tell me what was different between Brendan being in charge for them two games and, and apparently, apparently a guy called Adam Sadler. Because I'm pretty sure it was just Brendan in charge. Like I said, he put on some flat, you know, some heel-high boots or whatever, dyed his hair, put a mask on. I had one of those, yeah, those, those big face masks they see in the films where you know, they lift it up and... Oh, yeah, Scooby-Doo gang. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have got away with it if it hadn't been for them pesky kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really... <sighs> what What... If you take over a job because the person before you has been sacked, right? Because and there's only one reason that anybody is sacked is because there was shit at the job. Let's put it blunt. Let's say it as it is. Where do you think, where do you think that? Well, by carrying on doing exactly the same as the guy that has been shit, that you're going to get it right. What's that? What's that saying? The definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. I mean, I said on at half time, didn't I? Because I came on the show at half time and on, on that watch along, you poor unfortunate sods, all of you, you for doing it, and those that came in and watched it despair with you. Um, and I just said it just doesn't have a clear difference. It's just the same old shit. We didn't put the tempo up until the 60th minute. He didn't make changes to the 60th minute. There was not a point in that game where I felt really optimistic about anything good coming Leicester's way because uh, I just didn't. I, I don't remember Neto making a save of any note. I really don't. Um, yeah, you think, you know, a non-footballing fan could look at the last four results, five results, and go, maybe they need to put move someone from here 
and point on the middle of the pitch and go and move him here and move to the top of the pitch. Maybe play with two up front instead of one. You know, a non-footballing fan could have figured out what the problem is. And uh, it's the same old Leicester, same old management, same old training. I mean, do they get told to stand there and look in dismay every time they lose the ball on the training ground? Because that's all they did every time they passed it. There was no energy to close it down. There hasn't been any energy to close it down. They're too busy feeling sorry of themselves for making a pass and everybody around them's there probably clapping around like the seal that was in charge of them going, they're there, it's okay. Oh, no, yeah, actually, we actually are playing a game of football. We're not training. We should run at them. It was it was embarrassment beyond compare, mate, today. It really was. I'm fed up of watching them. They sit on my lap, mate, and I play Call of Duty on my, on my Xbox when I watch the Leicester game, I'll be honest with you these days, because I can't stand watching them. Like, well, it's like hard I to watch. Like I said, I, I did the watch-along in a Leicester shirt. I did the rant in this shirt because I was embarrassed to come on screen in a Leicester shirt. And I put a blue Leicester cap in the bin and put this one on because you can't see what it is. It is a Leicester top as it happens. But I, I that is because that is embarrassing. That is yeah. embarrassing. And I I am that fed up. I have said to you earlier, didn't I? Next week. All right, yeah. if we win, we might do a post match. But <laughs> actually, we're not going to win. But the, I'm not yeah. gonna, Watch. Why should I spend hours doing all the artwork and sit through when the um, um, players can't be asked to to, to, to to at least work a sweat up on the pitch? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore. You know, especially Mate, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much, right? If you don't do a watch along and we beat Man City, I'll pay you a tenner a game to never do one again. Because that's the only way I'll pay you a tenner a game just to not do it, mate. Eight minutes, eight minutes, 25. <laughs> oh, well, mate, if that's what it's done to our season, it's come to that. I'll yeah. pay you ten pound a game. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm an old retired man now, remember. <laughs> to be honest with you, I hope to be down the pub, so I probably won't care. Uh, I probably won't get a word in edgeways with the guy I'm going with as it happens, but <laughs> there we go. Um, look, that was the team. Now, I thought, um, when I saw that team, I'm thinking, are my eyes deceiving me? Do you know what I saw when I saw that team? What a load of crap. And people are going to go, whoa, Brad, you can't just say that. And um, Hear me out. It wasn't what a load of crap because of the players. It was what a load of crap. He hasn't changed a thing. It's two defensive midfielders. It's one up front. It's uh, it's nine men behind the ball and leave Vardy up front on his own, starved of everything. We do it to Kell on his own. We do it to Dakar on his own. It hasn't worked. He's gone as 19th in the league. What a load of old crap. I'm, so, I'm sick of sitting here going, it's a decent lineup. How did that lineup lose? It's because of a wall load of old crap that he puts out on the pitch in terms of where he asks them to play. We had two central defensive midfielders running into each other more than they did the pissing ball. And it doesn't matter who you put there as a two central defensive midfield, they all do it. Dewsbury Hall, Ndidi, Mendy, they're getting each other's way. We play defensive wing wing backs and defensive wingers 
That means that when the last fans want to cheer a potential counter-attack, it's not until they realise that Ricardo's got it at the edge of a 16-yard box or Harvey Barnes has taken a three-yard pass from Christiansen that we've got no fucker going forward except Vardy who's standing there going, I'm going to get a tad being five yards off here because my legs can't get back. And that's no disrespect to Jamie Vardy. That's just the, the fact that he's unfortunately he's mortal. Yes. So that's my opinion on the lineups now from now on, mate. Absolute shite because of how he lines them up. Look, you and me, we both like Amati. We don't dislike him, you know. No, because he's not as bad as people make out. Last season, he was our, I think we both went for him as our most improved player. Um, I did, and I believe you did. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I did. I did. And we would have been in the shit without him. But we've now got Suter. How did yeah. Suter not get into that team? Did, did Suter make some big mistake last week that I didn't see? I, I, I mean, maybe he's being heavily criticised for being a centre-back that missed the header against Villa. I, I don't know. I don't know how you can criticise someone who was our only aerial threat over the last... Well, since he's joined, he's been our only aerial threat in the box and has been just as reliable as any to try and head it out and like I, said, I don't understand why he dropped him. I, I, that's one thing that baffles me. But again, that's what Brendan did. So it's just Brendan, mate. I've, it's just copying your homework, mate. It's, you know, you know when you say, right, don't copy it word for word. And so you go, okay, word for word. And the teacher goes, really? That's what I felt like I'd watched today. I felt like I just watched Brendan. And I went, really? That's your ambition? That's your own managerial brain you've got? So it, the thing we learned today, Chris, is Adam Sadler, you have zero manager brain. You have zero manager brain and ambition to be a manager, anything other than a, than a copycat seal. Why wasn't, was, wasn't he, why, I don't know why he wasn't sat with Brendan. Was he not part of Brendan's team? Well, it doesn't that say anything. It doesn't say anything because there was a very, very horrible moment of realisation for any Leicester fan that watched it by the telly by means of necessary. Um, shall we just, and we'll say that allegedly, right? Okay. They saw it today. The camera panned to the assistant manager, the assistant manager. I can't air quote because I'm holding the phone, but you know what I mean when I'm doing that? Assistant yeah. manager, right? He was stood there going, oh, shit, I actually don't know what to say now. I, I, I was hoping for a lucky goal to galvanise themselves. I don't know what to do. In the background, Chris, in the background, the man that's been there for way longer than than him and Brendan put together, Mike Style. I don't know if he was literally saying the word D like that. He might as well have done what it was. But he was actually the one communicating, trying to come up with ideas of how to get Leicester a point when it was 80, 85 minutes. The assistant manager... Meh, meh. It was like a seal that couldn't clap. When you say this, are you referring to Adam Sadler? Yeah, I'm talking to Sadler, just stood there like a doorknob, and Mike Stout was the one communicating. You mean temporary manager? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, sorry. Because Mike Stowell is the assistant, temporary assistant manager. I'm thinking, where's he going with this? Yeah, you know what I meant. I meant the assistant who's temporary in charge was stood there like a clapless seal. And Mike Stowell was the one going with a notepad to his mouth, talking to other coaches and players. It's like, who's in charge? Not even you know. In the 85th minute, we won a corner. And we cheered it like we'd scored a goal. Yeah. 
and Christensen had run it for us. And he went, because obviously the ball had gone behind, and he went up to the crowd and he was going like, really trying to get them going. And it panned to the crowd and the crowd were just like, <laughs> it's too really? late. It's too late because even if we'd have got a goal, right? Yeah, we'd have feel a bit better than what we do now. That's not a lie about it. We're still sat there going, if we can't beat Bournemouth, you know, we'd still be going. It's not good enough. So I can't blame the crowd for once. You know, if I had been in the seventieth minute and the crowd didn't react like that, I'd go, "Come on, you're not exact. We're not exactly playing our part either." And this, we need to roll her sleeves up no matter how depressing it is but the crowd were brilliant the crowd were fantastic and gave them all they could until they just went you, you almost felt the soul leave the Leicester soul leave you today didn't you a little bit where you at some point whether it was the very last second of the final whistle when it dawned on you that that was it we had lost the game but I felt like every Leicester fan today a little bit of them died in terms of belief yeah. for this season because that's worrying and I don't know what any manager does that comes in now. I think you can combine them all together and they'd probably produce a brain cell between them, the likes of Jesse Marston and Stephen Gerrard, but it ain't good enough. They won't keep us up. Nobody will. I just want to read... I mean, I put um, this um, show that I did earlier and when I went live on um, Facebook and I put how much yeah. responsibility should top take for the mess that is Leicester City. And just a couple of comments here. Um, a lot, he's the owner, there's uh, there's a lot wrong at the club and he's just the, and that's just not, not just the play inside. Uh, somebody said he thinks he lets Roger, he let Roger bully him. Um, mate, he has advisors and they need to stand up and be accounted for, including Rudkin and Whelan. Um, uh, they call him top for a reason and now he's put us where Oh, they should take some responsibility. Maybe we should start calling him bottom. Um, <laughs> one says 100%. Uh, obviously, people are still blaming Rodgers, and he has to take it, obviously, a lot of it. But the guy here says, Martin says, none. The players are responsible. We've hounded out the manager, and it would be even more insane to hound out the owners. Now, in fairness, all the times that have been cocked up when I did this, uh, if you do watch it, I don't actually want Top to leave. I'm not saying he should leave. What I am saying is he should take some responsibility. You know, mm -hmm. just, just because you say to somebody like, well, you did that wrong, it doesn't mean that you want these people to leave. <laughs> You're saying you got it wrong. Top should come out and apologise to the fans because I think it all kicked off with Top. We went through the summer. He didn't tell Rogers that he couldn't have any money. He hung Rogers out to dry. And then what did he do? He hid behind the fact that he was either in Thailand or, or hid behind Susan Whelan's skirt and came out on the last day of the transfer window when we were playing Man United in his mash notes and said, oh, I didn't have any money because of FFP. And I still say, had he said that at the start of the season, the fans wouldn't have been so negative Basically, because once you get in that negativity, it's hard to get out of it. And the, th the thing is, Chris, right, without telling Rogers that as well, people don't seem to understand the true ramifications of that information being withheld. Because I can tell you now, whether whether they played under Rogers or not, got some minutes times or not, there were certain players that 
maybe weren't told directly to Rodgers because they haven't returned from pre-season, but they were very much under the impression that the club were going to try and move them on. Mm. So it's very hard when you, you, you know, all of a sudden you're told, oh, it's not that simple. We've, abs- we've actually blabbed that we broke FFP so people won't deal with us and take the players because they know we're needing money for you to spend. And then all of a sudden you've got to swallow your pride and have a conversation with them players. And it's not easy. So, you know, I won't have all the blame at Rogers, but it's like Rogers in a way. I don't hate Rogers because he achieved so much with us as a club. You can say what you like about the style of football and that, that, that that's what we're blaming him for. But I won't hate the man. So it's the same with Klopp. Uh, top, sorry, Klopp. I hate Klopp. But <laughs> Top, no, I don't nobody should hate him, but he has to be able to say, Yeah, I, I did screw up here. I shouldn't have let sentiment rule my head. Yeah. And he might get away with it. I doubt it. it doesn't I don't see a way that he does get away with it with Leicester stay up, but he might just get away with it this season. I mean like as much as I wanted Rogers out and as much as I called him a bell end and I've called this new guy a you know a big ship's anchor. Um, I don't hate them. No. I just hate the job they're doing. You know, yes. I I can remember meeting Pearson, and he was as he was as you know I've told you these so many times. He was brilliant. Same with even with Craig Levine. He was absolutely lovely with my kid when he was a um, that sounds bad, but when he was a mascot, Ian Holloway. When he was, my other son was a mascot. And as much as you hate Ian Holloway for taking us down, him as a person was nice. Now, I just want to say that that is my headline tonight on uh, on my website, uh, which basically says, Leicester City nil, AFC Bournemouth won. Same shite, different week. Just read last week's report and change the opposition team and the dates. Because I could not be asked to write, there's nothing new. There is nothing new, is there? No, like I said, these lineups now. Don't ask me what I thought of the lineup because I was, uh, until it changes to a different formation, I will tell you it's shite. It's Rogers shite still working its magic. You've got and... to come in and go. That wasn't working. That's why Rogers got sat. Let me try something different. It's and that's exactly why I say that this Adam Sadler has zero manager skills. Mm. He reminds me of them assistants, you know, you know, you know when they kind of do Mickey tape videos people do and they kind of do a Sunday league style and it's like the assistant manager. The manager will shout, keep pushing, and the assistant will bark it half a second later. Like Sammy Lee, jo- Lee Jones was it who was oh, it was like it was like um Phil Neal when he was Graham Taylor's assistant manager for England. Well, yeah, yeah, like that, and that's all, that's all we've got. Unfortunately, we've got someone with zero managerial understanding. Mm. You know, yeah. and I don't want to insult the guy, but he's clearly not up to that caliber. If all he can look at that team and go, uh, same as last week. Yeah, I mean, if you're a player, Chris, of a team, or you're part of a team, and you you get told the manager's been sacked. Well, you know, you say about sales, right? And let's say before you're a manager and I get hired and you're thinking, okay, that's strange. He's a younger lad. Maybe he's ambitious. Maybe he's doing well. And I go, um, whatever you did yesterday, just do it again. And you're like, well, we struggled to get sales. I thought this guy was going to come in and change things and give us a new script and, and you know, a technique. What, what's all this about? I've missed out on a job because he can't, he can't do anything different. 
100%. Oh, let me just say, I have put a note in the chat. Uh, there's 22 of you in it. Please subscribe if you're new. Smash the likes, even if you're not. Um, if anybody wants to come on, uh, just for a quick two-minute rant and say what you think of the current situation, or indeed say why we should have kept Rogers, uh, please do, and uh, I will put I will send you the link. Uh, one proviso on that, guys. I do. I only want Leicester fans. I don't mind any fan in the in the chat there. You're more than welcome. You know that. But um, I just want Leicester fans actually on on the chat itself. Uh, Mike's back. Good evening, Mike. Uh, Luke says here, since you won the Premier League, there's been a major decline at Leicester. Uh, then started to build a little of his eye died, lost his life sadly, then started to build again, decline like a con consistent pattern. I think the problem is, Luke, did we decline after the Premier League or did we just peak with the Premier League? Because we were never going to be able to do that again, were we, Brad? No, of course we weren't. And, and the thing is as well, and this is where you know people say, oh, you can't blame Klopp for... Uh, Klopp, I'm calling it Klopp because it's Klopp on top and I just keep thinking of idiots. I'm sorry. Uh, I do apologise to Top, but I hope he understands that I'm just in one of them moods where my brain can't say Top, apparently the word Top. I'm sure I called him worse in the show earlier. Well, no no doubt. But for me, this is something else that's a bit concerning. And I did, and I think I had a little bit, maybe a little bit of a tangent and a moan at halftime, didn't I, Chris, about this, if you remember? I talked about how... Whoever's in charge, whether we end up going to Leicester, California FC and playing, you know, Wayne Rooney's side next season in the uh, in the MLS under Jesse Marsh or not, the, whoever's in charge of our game, even against Man City, get rid of the eight players who contracts run out this season. You don't need that sort of, meh, I'm not actually that bothered because I won't be here mentality at this club for a survivor battle it ruins club it sends them down when they get when the fight gets too much and he gets too close to the end you see it with every team like that they get shut down they they, they, they go down they get four points behind with three games to go if you've got 11 committed players there's still a chance if you've got four players in that starting 11 that go oh, i'm not gonna be here in less than a month do i really care yeah kind of you you'd like to think they would but we see it all the time chris and I think that's another thing that Top has to take responsibility for because he pushed FFP and everything else in the right way. And now we've got eight players at this club that we sort of thought would do enough between, what, August and January to make sure the club was safe? And then it wouldn't matter that we'd let them go and rebuild? I, I, know, I don't care particularly too much for some of the quality of these eight players, okay? And I know there's certain ones that wouldn't play regardless, but there's still some players on that list that you're going, yeah, but what if we're still in with a slight chance, but they've given up? Uh, do we, is it too late for the likes of, I'm not sure if he's still injured, but like McAteer and Yorks like that to come through? I know Braybrook and that aren't, but you know what I mean? Is, is it too late to then just give anybody else a chance that's still going to be here next season, contractual-wise? That is the headlines in the sun on Leicester's page. Leicester expected to appoint Jesse Marsh as their new manager in the next 24 hours, according to reports. I, I just want, I'm just going. I'm going to go off. I'm going to do a do a Craig and go off at a tangent here. 
Um, and we'll come back to the match in a minute. But I just wonder, is that is that how far we have sunk that that is our ambition? Now, don't get me wrong. You know, look, when we appointed um, Ranieri, people were saying, is that what the hell are you doing? Well, yeah, you know, and look what he managed to achieve. So we, that he may come and completely rebuild the team. But he is no Vincent company, is he? No, he's not. But I will say this, and there was somebody who tweeted it out. I um, can't remember who, and I, I responded to them. So I'm, I'm not going to hide behind what I said. I'm absolutely broken now by my club. They broke me to the point where I just had no optimism today. I had no optimism. I'll take it. If he keeps us up, I'll take him. He can be a sick game hero at Leicester. Just, I don't care anymore now who's in charge because I see it as Mission Impossible. I this isn't me saying I don't care about Leicester. Again, don't get it twisted like people might have with what you said about topping your life's a picture show, right? Don't get it twisted. I do care about Leicester. I always will. League One, League Two, Conference wouldn't matter to me. I'd follow them, right? But I don't. I've lost that much faith in us being a Premier League club next season. Unfortunately, I don't think it matters who we have in now. I just want somebody there to try and pull off a miracle that isn't who we've got in charge right now. Yeah. I mean, Sky saying the same Leicester and advanced talks with Marsh. Um, I mean, Shall I set my alarm for 7am then? Because he'll probably get announced to fit American time zone so they can <laughs> yeah. see. Yeah. Look, um, Steve Cooper has been interviewed on Sky and he says uh, he's not thinking about the sack. Maybe we should say, Top, hold on. Hold on for a couple of weeks because we might be able to get Steve Cooper. I mean, he'd have, he'd have three quarters of a lesser team to actually keep a hold of at registration time. I can imagine he doesn't get much training done because of taking the taking the register in the morning with his squad at Nottingham Forest. Yeah. So at least at Leicester, he'd only have the uh, yeah the twenty odd players to contend with, not four hundred and fifty. So who knows? Maybe he could turn us around, but. You're looking at Forrest and thinking, well, actually, if he's got them on a rut and he's bashing his head against the brick wall, is it going to be much different what he brings to Leicester? Yeah. Yeah. But again, right now, I'd also take anything. Even Peter Taylor sounds like a promising recognition. Or Steve Bruce. Well, you know. Well, I did say, I'll tell you what, okay, whatever you say about Steve Bruce, he at least has some passion about him. Well, we'll be, we're his boy or club. I mean, sorry, he's 42nd boyhood club, so he'd obviously want to manage us. He has a great love and affection for this club, and we do great doner kebabs, well, you know. And he'd, he'd bring in Longstaff, and he'd play him alongside Jojo Shelby in the Championship next season, well, you know. Well, good. Wait, there, is, there is some news of a manager that has been sacked. Mick McCarthy is available. Blackpool. Is oh, bring him in. Bring him in. Bring him in. If, if, if we else that creepy smile he did once that's become a meme. Whatever you call Mr. Green, uh, Cooper would be a class appointment. He does say here it could go either way. Greenish at Villa fought for everything to keep them up. Genuine question Do you have any Leicester born players? Maybe you need someone like that to get you out of it. We did. Yeah, got himself set off last week. Um, The little one is in. You know, we, we only need six more. We've got the full set of dwarfs. Ant, good evening. Jesse Marsh, Blue and White Army. Not the man I wanted, but I'm fully behind him. Brad's just summed it up, mate. 
would take anybody now. I literally would. I'm at that point where I would take and I'd take Prell back. Um, I, I'm so yeah. And Craig Levine. Craig Levine, <laughs> yes, definitely. At uh, least he played two up front, and he would have more choice than bloody Mark the Freeze and bloody someone like Alan Mabry up front, which yeah, he used to. Bless him, Elvis Hammond. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! I hate Southampton. I hate you, Southampton. I hope you go down with us. What did I say when I did the pre-match, Chris? Oh, the yeah, prediction show. I said that Southampton won't even get a, 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 a World Prowse free kick. I went 4-0, didn't I? And you went 5. There was 5 goals, mate, but it fucking Southampton got one. I hate Southampton. They've ruined my day. I was on for 3 points. Fucking Southampton. I hope you go down. I'm not. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. Southampton. It's four one. Oh dear. Well, that's none, none of it. It's still being. It's still playing, but none of us are going to get the point. And if you what did you watch the game? Do you want to come on, mate, and join us and give us your thoughts on it? Um, if so, just say yes in the chat, and I'll, I'll send you the link. Um, do you know what? Do you know what a good manager does? It changes now, things. When I say good manager, um, a manager that would go into a club and improve the players that are already there as well as just buying players, a club that had been mismanaged for a few seasons the least, uh, <laughs> and says he's too fed up to come on. <laughs> I don't blame him. Um, and a, a manager that has probably taken a club from the brink of relegation into a Champions League place. Do what he does, and I think you know who I'm talking about here, the future England manager. Um, he looks at his team that are losing 1-0 at half-time. And you know what he does? He makes a substitution at half-time. Now, you know, tell me if I'm wrong here, but does that not make sense? Yeah, but it's really difficult to change something when you're just a blow-up doll version of Rogers. The guy's never going to change it. It doesn't even take a good manager, right? Now, Bournemouth made a change that many might have mistaken for being an injury or something at 35 minutes, I think it was. It wasn't. It was actually purely tactical. So not only has... Uh, former Fallen Grace manager Brendan Rodgers been out tactics by a guy who really does have a strange-looking face, right? But our assistant manager got outwitted by an assistant manager managing his side, and it just it baffles me because, like I said, you could get you know how you see like them videos where it's like somebody watches a sport they've never seen before. Like, oh, I'll react to Leicester's title when I've never watched soccer before, as the Americans call it, just for those that are listening, right? You know, and, and, and you think, oh, my God, it's crazy. Uh, you know, anybody could look at a Leicester team and go, how do you fix it? And like I said, Chris, they'd look, they'd go, well, why don't we get more players up the pitch and not so many back here? And they might move the, they might not put the right players in the right positions, but you get the gist of what they're trying to say. And the fact that a non-football fan could do it and go, "Oh, I know how to fix this," tells you just how clueless this man really is. Yeah, um, that's the table after Man City have just uh, stuffed um, Southampton. Um, 
Southampton bottom on 23 points. Uh, minus 24. Sorry, minus 27 in the goal difference. Now, to be totally honest with you, I don't give a damn about Southampton anymore. Don't, no disrespect to them, but I think they're down. Um, so yeah. whether they Can't win, wait for them on a Tuesday night, Chris. Talk about you. Yeah. Well, I won't mind them on a Tuesday night. It's not exactly a million miles for me, is it? Well, um, yeah, true. Leicester City, obviously, they're 19th on 25. Uh, Forest on 27. Everton on 27. Leeds United on 29. I mean, it's ridiculous to say eight games to go, we could still save our season. But let's just have a, a quick look at next week, mate. Southampton are playing Palace. Leicester are playing Manchester City. Forest are playing Manchester United. Everton are playing um, Fulham. I think it's going to be difficult for Palace because Palace are also playing Leeds. I guess one of those games is actually going to be midweek. (laughs) Not at the weekend. No, it's it's coming up, isn't it, Palace-Leeds? Because we predicted them. Did we not? Um, No. But it will be a midweek game, I'm sure. Uh, no, in two games at the same time. Bournemouth have got Tottenham, so they could win that. Uh, Palace are playing Leeds as the next game, so I'm guessing that must be midweek. Uh, West Ham have got Arsenal. Again, yeah. this, as you look at that, we should be all right. We're not. I know we're going to lose to Manchester City, but you know that some of those teams are going to get points there, and we're not. Sorry, what was that, Chris? Sorry, I was looking. No, we have. We pre- by the way, we have. We predicted Palace Leeds. We have. You went nil. Yeah. You went nil. Nil, nil. Because uh, I was just looking at the first thing. I didn't. I didn't. I was looking at Liverpool. Sorry, you're quite right. Yes. Yeah, I was because like, because I, I tell you what, I remember because you know we've been writing them down before yeah. you changed it. I was like. That's nine games. What are the two teams we're missing? Who hasn't played yet? And I couldn't think of Leeds. That tells you how much I care. Or Palace straight away. It's like, who are Palace playing? Yeah. Sorry. Um, Ant says, my dad who doesn't really watch football said to me today, why do we keep playing it back to the goalkeeper? Yeah, you know. Why do we do it? I've I've given up in trying to... I can say I am that pissed off. I am not doing a watch-along next week. That's how fed up I am. I took my Leicester shirt off because I'm embarrassed. I took a, a hat off that was obviously yeah. left and put one on that isn't as obvious because I don't want to be seen wearing it. Um, and, you know, that's that's how bad you know this this club has made me. And if you're thinking like, well, hang on, you know, you're not exactly going sort of mad here. Um, well, to be honest with you, I didn't because I did this one <laughs> <laughs> and I got. Oh, this is the reason. This is the reason I've developed this 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 particular show on the channel. Life's the pitch. Please go and check it out. It is. Uh, if you go to the, the first playlist, you come to is the pitch, which is like the best of, if you like, and the shows. And that one um, it, it, it is there, and it's the green as you can see there. So I got all my frustrations out there, knowing that I'd come on and that I wouldn't be having to have a go at Brad. Who, who is absolutely, you know, he, he's kept his calm as well. But what I said before, Brad, was when I was reading those games out, you know, we've got Man City, but you know that, say, um, Bournemouth might get a point at Fulham. Is it Fulham they're playing? They're playing you know, so the, the, and that's the problem, isn't it? That we are not getting the odd points or the odd win here or there. 
and other teams are. Yeah, and that's been the worrying thing. How many weeks have we looked at the fixtures, Chris, and gone, oh, well, we're playing so-and-so this weekend, and so-and-so and so have got Arsenal, and so-and-so have got Man City, and so-and-so are playing Chelsea. So that will put us... And we've jinxed ourselves before we've even started because we've started to think that Leicester are going to beat that team because, I don't know, maybe we've been in a medically induced coma for so many years and we don't realise we've missed about 10 seasons or something here. But we were beating these sides last season. So maybe we just got so comfortable with it that when we were playing these teams that we've all just lost to now in the last three or four games, we've gone, oh, now we aren't just in the relegation zone. We're not just too points behind forget it we're not pulling off a miracle we're losing to Man City we're potentially going to go five points behind with seven games to go and I'll tell you what it seems a bigger gap down at the bottom five points than it ever does at the top so yeah. Richard is in obviously a big West Ham fan good win for you today um I think anybody that's playing Fulham up until about two games before the end of the season has struck very lucky because they obviously haven't got Mitrovic. Uh, but a 1-0 win, and I don't know how the game went. A 1-0 win's a 1-0 win. I said you'd be all right, mate. I didn't think you would go down. Um, you got two 1-0 two wins. Not the best of games, but um, yeah. yeah. Terry says, is it worth doing the player ratings, mate? We are not even going to be doing the player ratings. I'm going to read them out, what Jordan's given, just out of interest. But the honest answer is, can't be asked. That is what this club has done to me. I cannot be I'm, asked. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give one, one well, player yeah, rating, which are. you know, but I won't say anything until we get there. But I am giving one rating, so don't worry. There's going to be a special rating for a player today. Well, I agree totally. And I was very surprised with... Um, what is going to come up in a minute, but I, I kind of sort of understood, if you know what I mean. Um, that doesn't yeah. really make much sense at all, does it? It makes sense to me because I know you well enough, mate. <laughs> you, know, you, you understand Chris talk, you know. But uh, let us... Um, and I, I've deleted it again, but look, the, the predictions. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, 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 oh. uh what, what did you go, Brad? You went three one. Oh, three one, Leicester. And you know what? I'm going to say it right here, right now. You can time it. Get get looking at the clock so you can timestamp it. Right? I'm not changing my mind, Chris. You have to hold me to this. Everybody in the comments, you can hold this to it. Start clipping me from about forty minutes and forty five seconds and start the speech. Man City five, Leicester nil. <laughs> I, I can't see any other way No, that's my genuine prediction Before you even You can write it in Pencil it in right now I'm not changing my mind I'm going against Leicester In the prediction show Leicester City are losing 5-0 To be honest with you As you said I'm going down to the uh, Oh Oh no Just the BBC catching up um, I'm going to the pub To watch it I'm not doing the watch along And I think I'm going to have a pint Every time Manchester City Score a goal can I get me pissed after 23 minutes? Exactly! <laughs> and then I won't give a shit about the score. <laughs> That's my point. Uh, you'll, you'll see the game at, eight, nine, at 89 minutes and think, fuck, you know, Leicester have scored nine goals. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like it. City has scored nine! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, he's three, got a triple hat trick. <laughs> you went 3-1. I went 2-1. Craig went 4-2. Jerry went 2-1. Ian went 1-1. Ian Wilson went 2-0. Steve Linitz went 1-0. Steve Walsh went 2-1. Um, I know I went 3 1, but 4 2. How much has Steve Wilson been drinking? No, that was Craig went 4 2. Oh, was it? Yeah. I don't know who Steve Wilson is. He's not one of the players I've got. Oh, I mean, you know what I mean. There's so many Steves in that show. They're all called Steve. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Steve Brad. That's how it works. (laughs) Just because he had a better week than you in the predictions. Um, Uh, I'll let him have that one. This is the table. Yes. Oh, very Leicester-y. Nothing's changed. No, nothing has changed at all. <laughs> that is the embarrassment. For the last two weeks, nothing has embarrassed. And here, you can clip this as well. I'm going to predict a Manchester City win. And you know the 9-0 record? Yeah, I won't be surprised if that goes. Um, okay. All I can say is, as Donald Trump would say, end it now because I'm actually second. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny that, isn't it? You're second in any 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 predictions competition you do. You're always second, mate, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Sloppy seconds all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, right, here we go. Let's have a look then. Um, uh, Boeing at half time said it all. They deserved it. They absolutely deserved it. Uh, yeah, but... JJ, I'll, I'll have whatever you're on, mate. <laughs> we'll have some of that. Um, and I'm not even going to look at other predictions because it's making me making me want to cry. We we couldn't beat Man City if Harlan was the only one to turn up on time and he played on one leg. <laughs> the problem is, Brad, you're very very true. Um, oh, Fifty six yeah. minutes. Vardy and Ricardo went off. Daco and Acho came on, but it was too late, wasn't it? Do you know what the worst thing is about those substitutions? He got the biggest cheer of the day. Did it? Well, as you know, he I did. Re- I know you can't listen to the audio, mate, but literally, you know that little, almost sarcastic cheer that you get? Mm-hmm. And it was almost like the, the, the cheer was loud because it was more of a, way, as if to go, fucking finally, two strikers. Yeah. Ricardo, uh, you know, you know what, Chris, I, I, I will, you you can go through Blackwells and I, I will just give my number. I won't talk about it when you do it, but... There's some players today that they didn't need to be on the pitch. It was pointless. What was the point in Ricardo being on that pitch to play as a defensive right winger? Yeah. Um, We had our first shot on target. We had a shot on target? We did. In the 60th minute. In fact, it was a good save, in fairness, from Neto. I thought thought the foul was given, so it doesn't even count as a shot on target, does it? Barnes' chance. I don't know if it was Barnes's. I've just written down this. It came up on the screen, first shot on target. Yeah, um, well, I don't know if that got struck off, you know, because I think you're on about Barnes's chance where he saved his feet, but he was given as a foul. He trips one in the box. Let's have a look, shall we? Here's oh, what you could have won. It's a bit of boring. We had four shots on target. I mean, we had oh, four Who's shots. making up these stats? We didn't have shots on targets today. That's the BBC for you. The BBC. Oh no! I oh, know. I think the penny's dropped to me. I think it was Madison's shot in anger where he hit it at, basically at the goalkeeper. Yeah, it was fourteen shots for us, nineteen for Bournemouth. We had four on target. They had seven. Um, and then Barnes injured. 
don't you just know it? Tetty came on. Um, Pratt, I think, came on. Yeah, he did. What he did when he came on, and that's no disrespect to him, but I don't think Superman could have gone on and made any difference to that team. Um, you know, Pratt came on for Indeedy with in the 81st minute. Wow. Yeah, with a team, yeah, yeah, a team that's fighting for the lives, won the up and coasting on the ball. And he didn't do anything different. He just put. Why would you want to come on? Because they stuck stuck ten men behind the ball and had the easiest second half of the life after the the, the hour mark. Realistically, now, we are about to get very very scary. And do you know why we're going to get very very scary? Oh God, Steve Lynx is coming on, isn't he? No, no, it's because you and me are going to agree on something. We are, we are going to be in total agreement. Now, Alan Bennett does the man of the match. And I sometimes disagree with him, but I, I, I think only once have I ever overruled him because I thought he was been drinking but <laughs> 99% of the game I agree with him because he's at the match home and away he sees I only see the TV so I don't see what's going on off the ball all the time so he's he usually um, it's very rare he I, I I don't actually disagree with him and it's it's only that once that I actually had to overrule him now I see where he's coming from today because um when he picked man of the match he picked the lead table. He did, because I've just put that <laughs> while I'm trying to find what he picked, and I can't find it because I've not uploaded it. Uh, but he said no one. No one deserved it. In fact, let me read out. Oh, I can't do that either. He basically he said it was this, it was one word. He said he couldn't be bothered. It was just nobody deserved it. And I see 100% where he is coming from. However... You and me, and a dog named Bo, think that this guy possibly did deserve it because I think without him, it would have been, it would have been a madness because it would have been an embarrassment. Yeah, just like against Crystal Palace. I mean, he said he made two, um, you know, he made a double save, and then he made two other point blank saves. Um, I know that free kick in the first like five or seven minutes whistled past the post, but he probably had that covered to be fair to him as well. He was right over in the corner. He made a clever save from Billings in the first half. It, he got absolutely sold down the river by the worst passing. You know, have we got if we got ten France and Clares out there with the pass that Madison made for their goal because it felt like it. I was getting flashbacks. That's why I remembered the season so badly. We went down with France and Clares own goals. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, 
but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, so we can't blame him for the goal. He was fantastic today. And yet again, the goalkeeper performance that doesn't deserve to be on the losing end. He deserves man of the match, but I totally understand that it was that abysmal to watch it elsewhere on the pitch that Alan probably just didn't register that Iverson had a good game because it was hard to pick out anything that was good about it. So I, I, I get why he went with no one to honest year. It's one of them I'd say give it the fans for turning up, but Iverson was really good. Booing at half time, booing at full time as well. Yeah, because nothing's changed, mate. I know I sound like a broken record on this on this post-match, but it's hard to look past it when that's the biggest glare in this thing. Nothing changed. It didn't change the tempo. The fans were moaning because every time they were urging them, go forward, chance your arm, burst into their half, make a pass. They stopped, they looked, and then they listened. No, they didn't do a crossing road effort, but it might have fucking well done because they passed it sideways and they passed it backwards. And every time that happened, mate, the crowd went from, go on, go on, to, oh, for God's sake, get it forward. It's just the same. It's Did just... you see Adam Sadler walk off at the end of the match? No. I... No, I was in... but... Did you know, I was going to ask you, how was he walking? Because... There were clappers were back apparently this today for the game, and I did actually put a reward out to anybody that would shove one up his arse because that team he picked. And I just didn't know whether he actually went off with one stuck up there. If it is, he was the only time we've seen clapping. I mean, at yeah. one point when the fans started to leave, and, and look, we, I'm not going to get in domestic with fans. I think everybody's got the right to, to voice their displeasure however they want, as long as it's not within too great an offence, obviously. Um, and I've got no problems with people leaving early. We don't know everybody's circumstances to start off with. But he waited till the ground was half empty. The place felt and the players looked like they'd admitted defeat to then start doing this. Like, what are you doing, mate? You you swing your arms, stretching up to come on? Because it's pointless trying to get 20,000 dwindling fans to, to cheer up when you've let a performance put in so shambolic and subpar that about 10,000 of them probably already left at that point and again I have no blames or calls for people that left that game today you paid good money to get seen that anywhere else you're getting a refund and probably some free stuff choice that you just so you don't go on Facebook and Twitter and talk about how crap the company is as I said earlier that top will probably give us all a free bottle of water or anybody that goes to the next home games and think oh we're all friends again that's not the only way you get the fans on your side, Top. Yeah, I don't think... I, so, sorry, Top, I don't think bottled-up council pop's going to cut it, my mate. I don't think it's going to cut it. I think you need to make sure, because we're clearly not getting a manager of high standard quality, and that's that's just how it is. He's not high standard quality, any of them, Jesse March and all these link with us, right? As yeah. long as Jesse March, hand on heart, to the American anthem if he really wants to and, and sing their national anthem if he wants to declare it and do it that way. But tell us we're going to play two up front. Give us some hope that this isn't done and dusted already. Yes, please, please. Um, I have to say James Madison has issued an apology. 
Um, Great. Can you compensate us by signing a two-year deal so we get more money for you? Yeah. Well, I think that's what he's trying to do, was give them the goal so that his price will go down because we get relegated and more clubs will come in and he's got a bigger choice. Because I don't, I don't know. I'm sick of their apologies. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's like anything, isn't it? If someone keeps apologising but keeps making the same error, you kind of think, well, you're just not sorry, are you? Because you learn. And I know people say, oh, well, they follow the manager's instructions. They're also full-grown adults on twice as much as the manager, mate. As they can see, we saw it with Ranieri. Them players did things against the book with Ranieri. Yeah. And he didn't like it because they got lost and annoyed with his tactics. They should have, they should have turned around and stuck a finger up at him and said, you're useless, mate. In guiding us to do anything different, let's change up ourselves. Yeah, because I just don't get it anymore. I don't understand Leicester City Football Club. Speaking after the game, Madison revealed he is very low after the error and will be sad until he returns to training with his teammates on Monday. By then, the team could be playing for ex Leeds boss Jesse March. Fuck Monday, get him in tomorrow. Yeah, I wouldn't be giving the day off after that. No, um... you know, you know that. You no, know, yeah, I'll try and sl- sl- slide a bit of hope and joke, jokingness into this. My reaction, without maybe the tendon towards a racist slur in it that it was, the Mike Bassett Mexico thing with England. Do you remember that scene? Name from a scene we talked. Well, obviously, me and you know who Mike Bassett is, and some fans yeah. of the show would. Where he's going, no, we're turning arms and Mexicans and he's throwing bottles at everybody. If, if Jesse March gets, I'd have been doing that at half time. I'd have been doing that half-time to them players. And I'd say, guess what? You don't even need me to speak. If you come in here in this change room at 90 minutes and we've lost the game, get your alarm set because you're in at 8 o'clock. You ain't getting away with it. You ain't putting in a performance like that and losing that game without being expected to be training your ass off tomorrow. Um, Gary Lineker says we need to appoint a good manager. And uh, he then retweeted... Um, he followed it with a retweet of the imminent Marsh appointment, captioning it, really? Well, I think that's Lineker maybe hoping for a Ranieri effect, because that's what he treated when when well, Ranieri got appointed. So maybe, maybe maybe the toft that is Lineker is trying that as well. But I, if he's trying to be serious as well, I agree with him, but... Leicester have broke me this season, so I'm not bothered. Just anyone who's going to do something different, for God's sake. Yes, yeah. Right, I can then, accept relegation if he tries something different, you know what I mean? Gives us something for eight games. Yeah. We have not seen anything different. We have just seen a clone of Rogers taking the team now. I say drop Sadler, put Bloody Stowell in charge. Yeah, he was the one that was only do. He was the one doing all the commanding, mate. Yeah, you, yeah, you were saying, and you know what? I'm thinking, like, Jesus, just what? Uh, and uh, I, 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 I fed up with talking about him. I really am. You know, just look at look at yourself and go, why are you doing the fucking same as the, um, you know, as, as, as the old manager? Fact, you know. Yeah, um, exactly. Right. Um, okay, let's have a look at these um, comments. Well, uh, Mark, you know, and, and I literally can't be bothered to, to go through it all, Brad, and I don't think you can either, can you really? You know. I will give certain players, if I... I tell you what, I, if I disagree with him, I'll say mine instead. How's that sound? I'm not writing them down, I'm not even doing... A... Oh, no, no, don't write them down. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if I disagree that they should get lower, I'll say lower. 
or higher. Apparently, Sutar was knackered. Grow up, mate. I'd go and run around on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday if it meant I played for Leicester City in the Premier League. Grow up. Oh, I'm too tired. Well, we're tired of losing. Go out there and play, mate. Whether he whether he decided that or whether I mean why would he be tired well, why would he be tired any more than FaZe or whatever? Anyway. Yeah, and then, and even if the manager's there, if you're a player, I'm going, I don't care, I'm playing. I wanna play, I'm changing this game, I'm turning our fortunes around, roll your sleeves up. Yeah. Tired. Um, the first thing. Daniel Everson. He annoyed teammates by going long with his kicks. And he then struggled with the pinpoint passes out to the fullbacks. But he again made a lot of saves. He turned a billing uh, drive round the post in the first half and then made a flurry of saves at close range in the early in the second half to stop Bournemouth running away with it. And he's been given seven. Oops, eight, seven, eight, yeah, fair enough. I mean, there was a point and how Bournemouth did not get a second goal. It was ten. It was uh, what do they call it when it's pinned about? I mean, pinball. That, it was pinball. It was close to the closing the pinning about, isn't it really? <laughs> it was close to the post, the, his left post. And how it did not go in, I do not know. Clever yeah. save, to be honest with you. He, he read he read the ball was going over his defence, so he made the move early to make the initial save. He kind of pushed it onto the outside of the post. And reacted again. I actually think he had a really good game. He, he made some very clever saves. Not that Ward wouldn't have made them, just to make a point. But yeah, he made some clever saves. Yeah. Um, right. Let's just quickly run through these. Um, I'm, just, I'm not going to read the description because it's going to be up on there. I'm just going to uh, do the score. Give the numbers. Castagne uh, got four. Uh, and Marty got four. Fair. Faye's got six. That's um, fair. Christensen got four. Harsh, but five at best. Indeed, he got four. Mm, yeah. These are low for Jordan when you think, aren't These they? are actually pretty reasonable for Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Samari got five. I'd have yeah. put them on the same as Indeed, but yeah, four, five. Fair enough. Um, Madison, four. Yeah. Four, 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 three, and that's being generous. That yeah, that's that's probably two more than I'd get them. Yeah, Barnes four, Daka four, uh, Inacho five, Tete five, and Dennis Platt wasn't really involved in the yeah. minutes he was. To, to be to be fair, it says a lot when your two substitutes get a five, and that's the higher than the average rating of your starting eleven because. For the brief period in that second half where we had a bit of fire in the belly and looked like it, they were the ones trying to cause the most trouble. Yeah. I think uh, that's harsh because I actually think in the right mix, Amart is actually a, a capable Premier League defender. Um, he made some questionable heading. I, I, I'm not saying he didn't make mistakes today that we're thinking, oh my God, and the worst moments, but he's not as bad as people think he is. He's been used as a scapegoat because he's not the flavour of the month with fans, and every and every journalist knows that Leicester fans are quite fond of Faze and, and Sutar and Evans. So mm. he's easily made a scapegoat. Don't be fooled by Marty. He's just as what mistakes has he made that are any worse than the mistakes that indeed he made or Madison made? 
it's just the area of the pitch they're more punishable. But we've been punished all over the pitch this season when we've lost the ball and gave it away. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think he was actually that bad today. He made some vital headers as well. It didn't get registered as much as we'd praise FaZe. You know, remember the Liverpool game when he scored two own goals? You could argue one of them was his fault, but we praised him for other things he did. We did. Um, and I, know, I, I can say, I said this earlier, we are not, um, you know, we would have been in a worse, worse situation without him. Um, Definitely. Uh, but we do have better now. Oh, yeah, of course. Because we had... Uh, we had Soyuncu, in my opinion, and but technically we still, we have got better now. But when a player is tired and he's not obviously not up for the fight, I haven't seen that. Somebody in the chat said said it. Um, it I mean, if it's true, that's just that's just ridiculous. It's like players being out for a dead leg for a week. It's like, hold on, I get dead legs every other day because of bad circulation. What's your issue? But, uh, yes, yeah. You know. Anthony says, "Does um, indeed he needs to be dropped? He doesn't need to be in the starting lineup. Definitely. Um, again, how Mendy didn't start today, I do not. Know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't bring him on, but Men- I mean, Mendy must look out on that pitch and go, the fuck am I doing wrong? It actually, it actually during the um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for during the game." It actually panned over, and you had Kieran Dewsbury Hall. I think it was Tielemans. Yeah, it was the two, and, and so yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. And we had the same stream. Then going, fuck, we're not on the pitch. And KDH is smiling, going, hey, oh, I got that one right, didn't I? Well, yeah, it says. It, I mean, you're trying to just see a positive attitude and sometimes when it's that bad you like you want them to be miserable to at least know they're feeling the pain but this one is they can't do anything from the stands they're injured they're suspended no uh, i guess i guess yeah I but it so does it doesn't look good does it when you're like you're thinking i bet they never leave they're not playing you know well, when we're thinking that that's the thing. i'm not saying that they shouldn't be smiling god life goes on and i did say oh yeah of course you know if we lose you know, it's a game of football, and if we get relegated, we've been worse. You know, uh, yeah. at least we're not walking out, and there's bombs going off all around our head, and you know, people shooting and raping our mm. sisters and everything. So, you know, it, it, but it was just funny. It was just funny. Um, uh, there we go. I, it's just funny that you know they were they were sat there like that, if you like. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Great I mean, it was actually a. Sorry, go on, go on. Sorry, I didn't see you pop that up. They said it was him. Uh, um, it was he who said it's Sadler's full-time reaction, apparently. So, hmm. talk to me about Madison. We're going to get Jack in in a minute. He's on his way in. Quickly talk to me about Madison's... Um, was it a no-look pass or what, what was it? It was panic, rush, blue shirt, find it, which is exactly what they train. It's exactly what they train. And I'm sorry, I do feel for Madison this one because whilst we could technically go down the Tillemans route, you probably find that he's in the same boat in, in some of that he'll be leaving the club. Um, but that man's been carrying this team for seven months. 
He's had a little bit of help from Barnes. I'm going to give credit where it's due. And every so often, the odd players chips in with a performance to kind of match him during games. But the majority has been Barnes and Madison are the only reason we're not relegated already. That's be perfectly honest, because they're goals. Um, just looks tired. I mean, like I said, how can you get enthusiastic and, and optimistic about Leicester turning the game on the head when... You're cheering a counter-attack and then you realise it's Madison defending. Why is Madison the attacking midfielder defending at the edge of his own box? Why is Jamie Vardy three yards in front of him? Well, let's ask a gentleman who I think actually went to the game, did you not, Jack? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Oh, um, bless you, Jack. Oh, <laughs> your vlogs make for a tough watch, mate, when you see your face like that. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> There's more to be pitted than laughed at, isn't there? That's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah. Uh, Jack, I mean, I've got a, I, I did this show earlier and I got my frustrations out on that show, which is above, above Brad's head there. Uh, life's a pitch. How much responsibility does Top have to take for this? He was It was on his watch at the end of the day. We, it looks like we've left it too late with Brendan. Yeah, I do feel that Brendan should have gone very sooner than he did. Um, we wanted to keep him till the end of the season, but things were never going to get better. Um, you know, and we've left it too late now, I feel. And to say that we're going to get De Jesse Marsh in, I feel it's a desperate sort of appointment from Leicester. I don't think they've really thought it through. Rafa turned us down and then Jesse Marsh is your only option left. And uh, he was 10th favourite before. And then yesterday, all of a sudden, Jesse Martin talks for Leicester has gone the new manager. So he's not a manager I would have wanted personally. But they should have brought Martin O'Neill back, shouldn't they, uh, Chris, if if we really wanted a manager. At least he, if he kept us up, he could have walked away and said, you know what, I can still hold my head high. But he, they, had, they, he had nothing to lose, did he? Because, no. you know, if, if we... If we went down, well, it wasn't my fault. I did what I could. You know, that was Shearer went to Newcastle. If if they say, well, we have signed uh, Jesse Marsh, it's only till the end of the season, I'd say great, because somebody's coming in that's got a bit of tactical now. Uh, can I just say, Ant has actually commented here, hate football might turn into Ant's golf fan channel. <laughs> well, a little man with little balls, Ant, that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> if he's anything like the team we support and he'd have a crap golf channel he'd never find the target would he <laughs> look Jack I mean what did you think when the team was announced Vardy up front on his own I mean this we should have learnt from the Villa defeat that you know one up front doesn't work I mean Bournemouth was a very must win today it was a game that we need a win was nothing less and uh we had to go to up front, Chris. We had to attack the game. We had to yeah. go on the front foot. We had to give it our all today, get them crucial three points in the relegation six-pointer. But, you know, Samare for me, nah. No, not in this game. We don't need two centre-defensive midfielders. We learned that sort of trait on a Tuesday night. That it doesn't work. Too defensive for me. We play it around the back a lot and... You know, we never looked game forward, Chris, and then that proved it with a Madison goal that there was nothing going forward. The only options we have is going back, and then Bournemouth capitalised on it, in it. But yeah, for me, Ricardo, he could have played on the wing. Uh, Barnes is obviously injured now, isn't he? With an hamstring injury, so that don't look good for us at all. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, there you are, Chris. Had you wish the new manager's got an injury on his side. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just looking here. It says uh, under the latest videos on the website, website is Bond ready for Bournemouth battle. Obviously, wasn't that ready, was it? Um, what did you think of Amarty starting? No, not for me. <laughs> okay, that, that was short and sweet. <laughs> not used to them on this channel. Um, I mean, he's basically saying what you were saying, isn't he, Brad? He's agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, he's just this season's been one disaster put on a loop, hasn't it? I mean, again, again, even if he was to ask me to start, I wouldn't have started a Marty either. I think it's absolutely ridiculous to fathom that the idea is that apparently Sutar, a professional footballer who has been playing week weekend and week midweek games for Stoke. So he can't tell me he can't handle a bit of Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday sort of thing or however it falls out for you in, in, in the leagues. Mm. Tiredness is such a lame reason to have a Marty, but I wouldn't pick him personally if the options were out there to, to start and Jack's got it spot on. And I think the problem is if we can all see here and just pretty much repeat everybody's own words and echo them out differently then it just shows you how long the problem's been to the club. Yes, yeah. Jack, um, we, we were saying, we, we, we thought, and you're in Leicester, we're, we're not in Leicester. Didn't no. they sack Rogers? Um, well, it was a mutual, a mutual agreement between Rogers and the club. He's um, gone, hasn't he? Well, you'd assume so, Chris, but with the football in the last two games, you'd assume that Rogers is uh, still clapping his hands and uh, getting that notepad out. But uh, oh no, yeah. oh no, Jack, he's a broken Rogers because he couldn't even clap his hands together. From what I saw, if I, I don't know if you saw him clapping his hands, but I, that's the only part of Rogers I didn't see today. I've seen, I've seen Sadler clap his hands. I mean, I'm not. Oh, did he? There you go. The seal was working. It's just taken a while to do it. Don't surprise me. Hang on, Sadler. But let's have a look and see what everybody's favourite station uh, has to say about this. Here we go. Uh, oh, I thought there was a video here, um, but there isn't. Ah, yeah, That's ruined it. He had it all lined up. He was going to do some breaking news and then... <laughs> Portsmouth ruined his dreams. Um, they're, they're, oh, they're just arguing. Um, let's let's we see what. Oh, is that a video? First off, <laughs> have you ever seen anything like it? Uh, like 12, 13 man managers gone. Oh no, Chelsea the poor. Nobody cares. Um, no, he's not letting us. I've, I've got permission to use them as well. Bloody hell! Let's try that again. No, he's not having it. Ah, ah, bugger, 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 bugger. Um, yeah, I mean, it's same different week, isn't it, um, uh, uh, Jack? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's been all season, hasn't it? This has been the whole season as a whole. Um, it's been downwards rather than upwards for any decline, you could call it. Um, first half, you know, 
playing it around the back. We we got it into the box a few times, like we did against Aston Villa. First 15 minutes, we gave it a, a go, you could say. But after that, Bournemouth just passed around us, Chris. It was so easy for me. It turned them into bloody prime Barcelona. It was like watching Barcelona back in the day, watching Bournemouth today. And, uh, you know, this backwards passing, and then we keep going nowhere to go. And then we just like, the passes are getting out, caught by Bournemouth. They're punishing us. Then the Madison goal, the Madison situation came where nothing's going forward, passed it back to Amarty. Marty's nowhere to be seen. Bournemouth go 1 0. But that goal was coming. That goal was coming oh, yeah. for Bournemouth. And uh, then set, the fans rightfully booed, I feel, at half time because you, you're paying to watch something that you want to enjoy. And obviously, that wasn't enjoyable to watch, watching Bournemouth run all over us. Second half, much of the same, to be fair. The lack of desire, lack of fight. Mistakes again. Iverson for me, man of the match. Um, he kept us in the game once again. To be fair, with all these saves, but um, yeah, for me, we we didn't do much in that second half. I mean, the Martin were all over the place. I don't think the team were losing the battle to Bournemouth. They wanted it more. They were far the better team on the day, and uh, yeah, we're really struggling right now, Chris. And it's it's not nice. It's the, it's depressing. Yeah, um, not sure who this song is on Facebook. Um, there's a bit of insight. The board has a lot to blame, as I said earlier on my on my rant show. Uh, with all the performance before performances, very bad decisions in the last few years. Unfortunately, top gave Rogers too much time, which I would never have accepted that amount of time that Brendan Rogers had. Uh, if you remember back, Claudio Ranieri was sacked just a handful of games and was in the league. Indeed, I mean, as I said. He went before. Um, well, we were still in the Europe in the Champions League when we sat, uh, Brendan. Uh, but Ant says here, um, he's gone, but he's on. I'm going to just mute you, Brad, because I'm getting a bit of echo again. Uh, he's gone, he's gone, but he's on an interim, hardly going to be a huge difference. But Jack, I don't know what your, your work is, but do you have a boss at work? Yeah, okay. So your boss is sacked because, I don't know, again, what you do or whatever, but he's sacked because, let's say, performances aren't very good. You'd come along and say, oh, Jack, we're going to sort of rehab him until we get somebody in, or, you know, would you take over for a bit? Would you go and do exactly what the person that has just been sacked was doing? Or would you try and do something different to change things around? You'd approach things differently to change how things have gone if they're not doing rightfully as they should then you've got to make it go in the right direction and the other direction because i feel the board have got a blame as well to be honest chris for this yeah. some of the decisions have been long overholded and uh you know rookie and that you know they've got to take responsibility i mean i don't it's you can't blame brendan for everything that's happened with this football club in the decline and that the board have got to take a responsibility themselves if we do go down this season the board have got to take responsibility as well because everyone's just going to say, oh, Rogers is fault, Rogers is fault. But, you know, we have sat Brendan too late. We could have got rid of him, say, January time or before that. But, yeah, the board have got to take responsibility. And like you say, with bosses, if you're not doing your job, you get the sack. And yeah, you do. That's exactly how it works. Yeah. 
46 people watching please smash those likes and uh, if you're new please subscribe as well i mean i did a thing there jack and uh, it's on the um ltid tv which is my new name now uh, uh ltid tv which is how you can find uh find me how much responsibility does top take for this mess and he has to take some it was on his watch uh but look, let, let's try this. Let's see if this works any better. It may get it may get me taken down. But to be honest with you, I don't give a shit at the moment. <laughs> I'm really that bad. I have said I said I am not doing a watch along next week of the Man City game because we're going to get stuffed. Yeah. Why Why should I put the effort in when ten of the players on that pitch today couldn't give an arse? Uh, but let's see. What our well, Brendan Rogers Mark Two. Let's see what he has to say. Here we go, Adam. Not what you wanted today, obviously. What went wrong? Look, a really disappointing result. Obviously, we we, we cannot be happy with that performance. But I think you can see it. That there's a there's a lack of confidence in the team at the moment. So my message to the players is just that we've got to stick together. We've got a real fight ahead of us, and um, we're only going to get through that if if we're united. You know. Are you surprised at all at how nervous the players were, particularly in the first half? Um, I think that that's probably a consequence of the situation that we find ourselves in. So that there's no surprise in that. But I think there was a better response to the second half. We we were much more on the front foot and trying to uh, to create chances. Unfortunately, we weren't able to uh, you know get get through a, a quite a, a strong Bournemouth defence there. So it, it, um, it, it it's a disappointing one. But like I say, it's about staying united, staying focused, and we've got to get ready for the the next game coming up. There was so little today for the crowd to get excited about, and you need to inspire them to then get behind you and, and one thing leads to another, hopefully. It never really materialised today. No, I thought the crowd actually at certain spells today were excellent and, and uh, listen, we're going to need them. You know, I, I know I can totally understand the disappointment and I, and, and I accept that completely. But the reality is for all Leicester City fans, we have to stay united with this team, get behind them and keep pushing the lads. How difficult has this week been, Adam, for yourself and for Mike, thrust into the, into the spotlight, um, a big ask to get wins against two teams here when expectations are fairly high and the demands are massive as well to get points, to get you out of the bottom three. How difficult has it been? Uh, listen, we're, we're professionals and we've been at this football club a long time, so we know the players very well, they know us very well, so it's, it's really just trying to kind of Keep, keep the support for the lads. So that's that's really what it's all about. It's nothing to do with really Mike and I at this stage. It's about giving this uh, group of players all the confidence we can possibly do, and, um, and and prepare them for 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 the game today. Of course, unfortunately, like I say we haven't been able to get the result we wanted. But listen, our attention now has to turn to next week. Have you heard anything more about next week? Do you expect still to be in charge? Because obviously, rumours abound about uh, a permanent appointment being made over the next 24, 48 hours. Uh, no, no news on that at this stage, and, and nothing to say about any speculation. It's just purely about planning, uh, looking towards planning uh, training next week, and uh, we'll we'll continue to do that until the club tell us otherwise. Brad, um, apparently it's just a lack of confidence why we shit, and if we stick together, we'll we'll we'll. Brendan Rodgers has been saying that since we drew 2-2 with Brentford at home in the first game of the season. He blamed the weather, actually, that day. I stand corrected. He blamed the sun for being 20 degrees. How dare the weather in Britain be more than 5 degrees, <laughs> right? But 
Uh, Brendan Rogers, mate. Again, Brendan Rogers tactics, Brendan Rogers substitutions, Brendan Rogers enthusiasm, Brendan Rogers press and post conference post match conference. I fell asleep, Chris. Sorry, you woke me up. I was taking a lovely nap while Leicester were winning things and games and all sorts. And I heard his voice and I thought Rogers was back on until I looked at the screen properly. <laughs> I, under that, I can say under that mask, it's the Scooby Doo moment. They'll whip that mask off when the, at the end of the season. They'll get <laughs> them pesky players. Um, Jack, nothing to inspire the crowd. Somebody said earlier on the watch uh, on, on the comment on the show I did earlier. They're saying um, that you know the crowd, the, you know the fans are to blame. I'm sorry, the fans they have every right to boo. Yes, at, they do. Yeah, at you know, not join. I don't agree with booing during the ninety minutes, no. but I do think at half time when the whistle goes and at full time when the whistle goes, they have every right. Some I think somebody said there were tickets for fifty quid for today's game. You know, who's, who wants to pay fifty quid for that? <laughs> um, so I don't. I don't think you can play. But the the crowd, they've got to want. I'm sure, I don't know, you were there. Did it start off that the crowd were all up for it and gene the lads up and then as the match went on, it kind of just went worse? Yeah, the crowd got behind the boys from this start. Um, but then things didn't start going well after like the 20-minute mark. Uh, then it started getting a bit edgy with the crowd of frustration and that with the passing around the back and all that. And, you know... The fans can only do their job and be that 12 man, but the team have got to put that effort in as well, Chris. And if they're not putting in that effort, then they deserve to be booed at half time because the, the first half was shambolic. I mean, it was yeah. awful. You know, it was like watching paint dry at times. And then the full time, you know, they said, What the FNL was that? You're not fit to wear the shirt. You could see how poor the game was from a Foxes fan perspective. The fans, you've got to give them credit. They got behind the boys today. They got asked to and they delivered. But the boys don't seem to deliver on the pitch. And, you know, you can only ask so much of a supporter. They pay their money and they're rightfully to make an opinion because we're the ones that put the money in game after game to watch performances like that. And we have a right to voice our frustration and our feelings towards the players if they're not doing what they should be doing and what they're paid to do. Yeah. And that's win games. I mean, I, I'm on I'm on Talk TV tomorrow, 7.40, discussing the game with the Bournemouth fan. Thankfully, I know the Bournemouth fan. In fact, I'm going to be down the pub watching the Man City game with him next week. I don't know, I don't know how I'm going to defend that. I don't know how I'm not going to swear talking about it, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't care, Brad. I don't care who the shit it is. Just get somebody in that can look at it and go, let's try something different. Yeah, mate. Uh, I said this earlier, Jack. Uh, you know, we normally say on this channel that we feel like a broken record. Well, Leicester did that today. They broke me. I, I 24 hours ago, Jack, I'll tell you this, Crystal, Crystal back up this. I didn't want Jesse Marks. There were certain managers I still didn't want at this club because they weren't going to do the job. They weren't going to change much. Now, as long as he says the word attack in in, in his press conferences, I'll take anybody. I'd have us three. You know, we could rotate the manager role between us. We'll take it on a bi-weekly basis. You'll have it at weekends and someone will have it midweek and... The three of us could do more than what Sadler's yeah, done. 
down. I'm a one up front man. <laughs> oh no, you're sat. You're sat. You're sat. Then Chris, you, you can you can train the under twenty ones. Jack, you can be, you can take the manager's role for Man City game because I don't fancy that one, mate. You fancy the big challenge, so you've gone yeah. there every week, and I'll take I'll take uh, I'll take the other easy games, mate. <laughs> Jack, I'm gonna say I've come up straight out with it, Stephen Gerrard. No. Oh come on now, Chris! I said I didn't draw a line, and you have to swear <laughs> at me. <laughs> I knew there was a line, and I'm gonna... <laughs> there, you found it. You found it. I mean, look at look at Frank Lampard and his return to Chelsea. Hey, I can't even laugh at Chelsea. It's depressing. <laughs> that, that, that started well for it, didn't it? Oh, I bet Wesley for Farnham's really loving it there. Yes, I used his full name. I can't even be asked to call him the French Voldemort. Do you know what? I I know I'm not a Jesse Marsh fan. Uh, no. I'll get behind anybody that just comes in and, like, like you say, try something different. Not just coming in mm. and going like... Oh, that was how you played before. So we best stick with that because I don't know the players. I can get on the pit, on the training pitch, and have a look and see what they can do. Um, I, I can't remember whether um, Jesse was a four-four-two uh, man or whatever it was at Leeds. Um, but I mean, he had he had Rodrigo, so he's got some Brazilian expertise, so maybe he can control Tete to stay oh, on his feet. That is true. I mean, guys, I'll I'll stick with you for this one first, Jack. Um, when I think about who it could be, yeah. Jesse March is starting to look a little bit like maybe not so bad, you know. Rafa Benitez. Um, I mean, we ain't. We've got to accept that there's no way we're going to get a, a, a big name. No, I agree. Um, Jesse Marsh. What can I say? Lead for a bit. Tied between him. Some might like him. Some most probably not. Uh, Leeds stayed up on the final day of the season last season. Um, they could have gone down. And then this season, they won two games out of 20 and they got the sack after the Nottingham Forest game. It shows how much of Jesse Marsh that the Foxes fans are picking up on. But we need a manager who's going to play from the front four, who wants to attack, who's got that winning mentality to go out and win games and shows passion on that touchline. Don't write in the notepad, put it down. And just wave your arms about and do your job and tell everyone where to be and get it right, Chris. I think that's what we need. We need that passion. Someone who's going to get the fans up off their seats who need, need to inspire this team because this team needs inspiring because at the minute, you know, things yeah. are looking really bleak. And I think Jesse Marsh, you know, it might not be everyone's cup of tea, but we, as these fans, when the new manager comes in, we're just going to get behind them 100% and then see what happens from there. Let's be honest, it doesn't matter who comes in. If he gets us winning, we'll soon forget what he's done in the past. And yeah. you know, Some managers don't do well, Brad, at one club, move clubs, and then, you know, it wor it works out for them. Um, I, I, I don't, I can say, I just don't know where to go now. Uh, you know. oh, I mean, there's there's no harm in trying, as I say, is there? I mean, like you said, if it might not have worked at Leeds, and he does, he's not going to come with the greatest optimism from fans. But nor did Brendan Rodgers to the greatest appeal. But and again, like you said, if he comes in and he keeps us up, and the owners play their part in the rebuild, and the wage bill gets cleared, and we've got a clear idea who it is, and we bring some players in, regardless of what division we're in. Let's just put a lid on that and just go on that basic basics. 
I think he's one of them that could become a Claude for well in the sight that if it did go a little bit wrong at the start and we got rid of him in early October, we'd be like, nah, we're not that bothered. And now we can actually get the manager we really wanted in. Yeah. You know, I think it could be one of them appointments. I'm thinking how this sounds. Steve Bruce's blue and white army. Maybe well, you know, kebabs are army. This might be a takeaway shop, right? The KP. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a decent enough one around the King Power, he'll never leave. <laughs> you thought I couldn't go any worse when I suggested Stephen Gerrard. Nathan Jones, there you go. Oh, get, get out, Chris. Out. I know it's your channel, but get out. <laughs> <laughs> what next? Glenn Roder. That's next. Oh, he listens to it. Oh dear! You know I was on right. One of my pet things, just to sidetrack. One of my pet things when I'm doing a watch along is no spoilers, right? Yeah. And I went mad. I was just in a bad mood. And I was biting everybody's head off because people get putting results in the chat from other games, and they go, "Oh, hang on, it's VAR. It's been cancelled off." And I told them off. And then I did exactly the same thing with one of the goals. I went, oh, Brighton. I think it was Brighton's second or whatever anyway. I went, oh, it's not. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's been ruled off VAR. I said, I'll have to mute myself. So I muted myself jokingly. And I was going like, and doing all that. Everybody's going, can't hear you, Chris. What are you saying? You're muted. <laughs> <laughs> you before. You and your mute button don't work well together. Come on, guys! <laughs> but look, Jack, uh, thanks very much for for, 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 for coming in. I mean, uh, it, it, well, I, I'm saying it can't get any bad. Yes, it can, can't it? You know. But thanks for popping on. But do tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at the Final Whistle on YouTube, um, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we do match day vlogs. We do match previews, match views. Premier League predictions and all that. We've just put the match day vlog out for uh, dinner feet to Bournemouth, so go and check that out. Um, so, yeah, we're a Leicester-based channel who love the Foxes. We'll back them, whatever league they're in, next season. And, uh, yeah, just keep following Leicester. And fingers crossed we can stay up this season. I mean, I think that's the thing, though, isn't it, Jack? We wouldn't be this passionate if we didn't love the club. No, we're just passionate fans, Chris. They want the best for the football club. Yeah, that's exactly. what fans Exactly. And let's just say, you know, if anybody criticises, and we said this earlier with, with, with Brad, if anybody criticises Top or the current manager, and it doesn't mean we don't like them, it's just that we don't agree with what they're doing. But uh, but thanks for popping on. You were there. Get Go go off and demand a refund now. If not, you'll get a free bottle of water at the next home match. Take care, everybody. <laughs> All the best. See you later, Jack. Bye -bye. Oh, thanks. It was just interesting to get somebody's perspective that was there. Yeah, definitely. And it's nice to know we're not deluded sat here thinking we're the only ones that saw it being that much of a shambles. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And like you say, you know, in fair play to uh, to Alan Bennett, he, he, I can see totally where he's coming from. And uh, I think he gave it to Iverson the other week, so maybe he didn't want to give it to him twice in a row. I don't know. but uh, I just think if the performance that bad, it was hard to remember the fact that someone had a lot to do, didn't he? Yeah. Iverson. Yeah. Brad, um, we're back Monday night. Oh, why? <laughs> I, I can put it on hold because you know Iggy Pig is away in Oz, in Australia, so I can put it on hold. We can do a we can do a quiz. Or something. 
do a quiz, do something that's going to cheer people up. Ask me how many times I've always been offside, I'll reenact it. There's just something that's not talking. Fucking laughter. I can't be arsed. Your, your outtakes couldn't be. Yeah, we could. We could, mate. My, my uh, dancing thing with the defenders and all that. Get them. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a special, mate. Sod, sod that. We'll do it like April Fool's instead of talking more Leicester. I can't be dealing with it. It's bad enough talking about them for five minutes while we predict the score, mate, let alone. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know what to do. We'll no, in my look, though, mate, we say that, and you know what will happen? Ten minutes past eight o'clock when you've got the show set up to do a quiz or something, we'll announce Jesse March as the <laughs> yeah, <a> bastard exactly, manager. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Brad, thank you as always. Your link no worries, in the below. Where can people find you? Crying in a corner. Um, losing my sanity, but in social terms, you can find me on Facebook. Just search my name, and um, you'd be really, you know, you must be really into me if you want to search and follow me that way. Uh, YouTube is Top Ten Battles. Um, just bear with me on that one. There is something going on up here. Trust me, there is something going up here. Not sure what, but there is ideas forthcoming. Um, Twitter, my Twitter handle is at Full Time Focus. So yeah, if you're really interested in my life and me spouting more rubbish about Leicester, that's where you'll find all the information. So follow me, on me. Thanks for having then, me on again. I'm I'm not I'm not one to brag, you know that. But you no, no, no. But I do feel that if I don't do it now, it won't happen. I don't know. It's so difficult not to look smug at this point. Oh, <laughs> Five points in the prediction league so far. Um, and, no. <laughs> oh, no, we've all got an extra point because we all went for Man City. So you've got three now, but I've got six. Oh, well, you need to make up the difference from last week's beating, I gave you so. <laughs> that is very true, but you, knew, you know I like a good beating, but that's another show. <laughs> that's a late night show, isn't it? Yeah, Brad, thank you very much, mate. We'll have a th- we'll see what's happening on Monday. We'll decide what we're going to do. Um, yeah, I would uh, say we could have a joke off, but Leicester's a big one at the moment, so we won't beat that. Well, this is extremely true, extremely true, mate. All the best. Try and enjoy the weekend. Catch us tomorrow night on the on the TV. Yeah, we'll do. I will do, mate. I'll try and enjoy the weekend. I've got a full day of it to forget football exists so maybe more Sunday will be better yeah, we could watch Leeds and Crystal Palace couldn't we oh great I need a nap <laughs> I'll stick that on for 20 minutes that'll send me asleep oh god you know Leeds are going to win that anyway, oh, god, mate, do. we'll never hear the end of it <laughs> all the best mate let's hope it's a nil nil because then I'll get yeah. three more points all the best take care mate see you Monday take care everybody see you Monday bye 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 uh, thanks to Brad there. Uh, details, like I said, of his channel is in the description below. Do check it out. And if you're wondering what I was saying about being on telly, because, you know, I was on GB News the other week. Um, I am actually on this this week. Uh, let me just um, do that so you can see it. There we go. Uh, Talk TV. They obviously thought that Jeremy Kyle and Piers Morgan didn't rant enough for them, so they thought, we know what we can do. We'll get Chris on from LTID TV. That's me. <laughs> I'll be on with the Bournemouth fan. 7.40, talking about Leicester. God, I should be, I should be paid. 
I should be paid uh, danger money, shouldn't I? <laughs> Thank you to everybody that's been watching, everybody in the chat. It is too many to mention, uh, but I really, really, really do appreciate it. Uh, whoops, I've gone. I meant to do that and then do that. Um, LTID TV, our new name. Find us all over the place, all the uh, main social media platforms and on YouTube as well. Um, we're on podcast as Lester Till I Die um, TV. Uh, sorry, just Lester Till I Die. Um, and, of course, we've got on the website, lestertillidie.com. Thank you, say, everybody for uh, supporting us. If you have enjoyed it, please play, do a subscribe. And please nip off and have a look at the uh, Life's a Pitch that I did earlier. If you want to see a grown man go green, uh, there you will find me. Uh, <laughs> this has been Lester Till I Die. This has been LTID TV. I've been Chris. You've been great. See you tomorrow. I'll see you, yeah, see you tomorrow. Here is Arnie. Good night. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect ultimate delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in a participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network Talk Sport. Powered by fans.